A young man was learning to be a paratrooper. Before his first jump, he was given these instructions. Number one, jump when you're told. Number two, count to ten and pull the ripcord. Number three, in the unlikely event your parachute doesn't open, pull the emergency ripcord. And number four, when you get down, a truck will be there to take you back to the airstrip. The young man memorised these instructions. Jump when you're told, count to ten, pull the ripcord. If that doesn't work, pull the emergency cord. When I get down, a truck will be there to take me back. So he learned the instructions and climbed aboard the plane. The plane climbed to 10,000 feet, and the paratroopers began to jump out. When the young man was told to jump, he jumped. He then counted to 10 and pulled the ripcord, and nothing happened. His chute failed to open. So then he pulled the emergency ripcord. Still nothing happened. No parachute. Oh, great, said the young man. And I suppose when I get down, the truck won't be there either. For some of us, we find, don't we, so many failures and disappointments along the way that we just don't expect anything to go right. And at those times, hope can be a difficult word. I think if we were to ask people to describe in a word what Easter means to them, I think the word hope might come up a few times. But what does it mean? What is hope? Well, let's look at, look at some examples of hope. So, for instance, we could hope that Germany will miss their penalties in the World Cup this summer. Uh, that's more down to chance. We could hope for a bad time to come to an end, or we could hope for a new job, a new baby even. But that's probably just optimism or wishful thinking. Or we could hope to win the lottery. But that's just statistics, and pretty poor statistics. Hope in Christ is completely different to all of them. Pete Meadows, the well-known Christian speaker, said the following. Christians do not live in the hope that something will happen. We live in the certainty that something happened on a hill and it changes everything. I'll say it again. Christians don't live in the hope that something will happen. We live in the certainty that something happened on a hill and it changes everything. See, Christian hope isn't about luck and it's not just about a good feeling. It's not actually about being hopeful. It's not about hope something good might happen to me. Instead, it's based on the certain fact that God has already done the business, already paid the high price. So, strange as it may seem, Christian hope is not about being hopeful. Another way to think of it is, Christian hope is a waiting and expectancy, knowing that the things God has promised us are coming, for sure. Or if you like, faith is when I believe I'm saved, and I believe that I will get to heaven one day. But hope is me actually looking forward to being there with a smile. That's the difference. Sometimes, though, we can feel without hope, can't we? Like there's nothing good coming our way. Well, Jesus also went to the place of no hope. In the garden on the night before his arrest, as a man, he came to the point where he almost broke down. He almost gave it up. He still knew who his father was. He still believed. He still had faith. He was facing a situation which was awful. And his human feeling of hopelessness was immense and captured by his pleading. Father, if there's any other way, please take this suffering away from me. In a very human way, Jesus was hoping against hope there might be another way, and it just got worse. On the cross itself, we're told in the Gospels that when God turned his face from his son, Jesus cried out, Why have you left me? If ever there was a hopeless moment in history, surely that was it. And our Lord was there. That's the amazing thing about our God, and our faith, and our hope. God doesn't stand in the wings and wring his hands. 
He doesn't tower above us far away and send lightning from heaven. He doesn't play games with his creation. No, he comes and he experiences the same as us. He takes the bad stuff. Peter Meadows again. At the moment when all hope appeared lost, the hopes of creation were fulfilled. Or in other words, at precisely the darkest moment in history, and better than any trick of magic, more amazing than any storybook ending, and implementing an appalling plan, a shocking plan, which only he could have known about since the beginning of time, at that moment, all the hopes of creation were gloriously fulfilled. It says in Isaiah chapter 40, Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Our hope started in a garden with two people many years ago. And it ends in a shining city on a hill and a new heaven and a new earth. It's definite, it's been decided, it's coming. And it's worth looking forward to. That's our Easter hope. just as Jesus was in the garden as a man really needing to know the voice of his father and the will of his father and feeling alone so we can often feel like that and uh, thank you Chris for your message we're going to respond now with um, a reflection